Hello and welcome to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. Hello truth seekers. Thank you for joining me for another episode as we learn more about the life of Daniel. What have you learned so far about Daniel? I don't know about you, but I've learned that Daniel was a pretty extraordinary guy. He did not let being in a foreign land cause him to stop worshiping Yahweh, the one true and living God. He did not let what happened to him cause him to be angry at God. Instead, he continued to serve God faithfully, no matter what, because he knew his God. He knew that Yahweh was with him and had not left him alone. And God was with Daniel. How do we know that God was with Daniel, you ask? Because the Bible says that God gave Daniel favor. Can you say favor? Favor means that God prospered Daniel and blessed him even in Babylon. The kings and governors and wise men all recognized that there was something different about Daniel. What was different? He worshipped Yahweh. Years went by and Daniel still remained in the land of Babylon. Life went on for Daniel and he continued to worship and serve God faithfully. A new king came to power. This king was not a Babylonian king as Nebuchadnezzar had been or as King Belshazzar had been. God had removed the kingdom from the Babylonians and given it to a man named Darius. King Darius was not Babylonian. Rather, he was a Mede. This means he came from the land of Media. His kingdom overthrew the Babylonian kingdom, and this made him one of the greatest kings up until this time. And since Daniel was still living in the land of Babylon, he came to serve under King Darius. Now it pleased King Darius to appoint 120 satraps to rule throughout the kingdom. What is a satrap, you ask? A satrap is another name for a governor. The land that King Darius conquered was so large that he decided to divide it into 120 sections and appointed these 120 governors or satraps to rule over each of the different sections of his kingdom. Then he chose three men to be administrators to oversee the 120 satraps. Can you guess which man King Darius chose to be one of his three administrators? If you said Daniel, then you are correct. All of the 120 satraps or governors were under the guidance and leadership of Daniel and the two other administrators. The satraps were made accountable to them so that the king might not suffer loss. Now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Wow, can you just picture that? God gave Daniel so much favor that the king planned to set him up as in charge of the entire kingdom. Does that sound like someone else we learned about who was set in charge of the entire kingdom of Egypt under Pharaoh? 
If you said Joseph, then you are correct. Now, as you can imagine, the other administrators and satraps became jealous of Daniel. And at this, the administrators and the satraps tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs, but they were unable to do so. They could find no wrong, no corruption in him, because Daniel was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. Finally, these men said, we will never find any basis for charges against this man, Daniel, unless it has something to do with the law of his God. You see, they knew how much Daniel loved his God, Yahweh, and honored him and worshipped him. And so they began to devise a plan that would get Daniel in trouble. When they had come up with a plan, they went to the king. These administrators and satraps went as a group to the king and said, May King Darius live forever. The royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any god or human being during the next 30 days, except to you, your majesty, shall be thrown into the lion's den. Now, your majesty, issue the decree and put it in writing so that it cannot be altered, in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. So, King Darius, not thinking, did not see anything wrong with this law, and he put the decree into writing and made it an official law. Now, what do you think Daniel would do when he heard the news? You see, Daniel prayed to God every day, three times a day at his window. Everyone knew it. They could see Daniel when he would go to his window and pray. Now the law stated that anyone who prayed to another god besides the king would be thrown into the lion's den. Would Daniel close his windows and pray inside his closet where no one could see him? Would he just stop praying until the 30 days were over? There were many things Daniel could do that would keep him from being thrown into the lion's den. What would you do? Well, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened wide toward Jerusalem. And there, just as he had done every day before, Daniel got down on his knees and prayed three times a day from his window, giving thanks to his God. Well, you can imagine that these men were watching and waiting to see what Daniel would do. Sure enough, these men went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king and spoke to him about his royal decree. Did you not publish a decree that during the next 30 days that anyone who prays to any god or human being except to you, your majesty, would be thrown into the lion's den? The king answered, The decree stands in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. Then they said to the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, your majesty, or to the decree you put in writing. He still prays three times a day. When the king heard this, he was greatly distressed. Daniel had been a good worker, a faithful follower, a loyal servant. 
The king was determined to rescue Daniel, and he made every effort until sundown to save him. Then the men went as a group to King Darius and said to him, Remember, your majesty, that according to the law of the Medes and Persians, no decree or edict that the king issues can be changed. The king himself could not change the law. He had already sealed it. It was a sealed law that could not be changed. So, sadly, the king gave the order, and they brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve, continually rescue you. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the rings of his nobles, so that Daniel's situation might not be changed. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night without eating and without any entertainment being brought to him, and he could not sleep. He tossed and turned and kept thinking, what was happening to Daniel? Would Daniel's God rescue him? Would Daniel's God, the God that he prayed to three times a day, save him? Oh, the king hoped so. At the first light of dawn, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. When he came near the den, he called to Daniel in an anguished voice, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to rescue you from the lions? Silence followed. The king listened. He listened closely. What would he hear? Suddenly, a voice came from the lion's den, and Daniel answered, May the king live forever. My God sent his angel, and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight, nor have I ever done any wrong before you, your majesty. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to lift Daniel out of the den. And when Daniel was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him because he had trusted in his God. At the king's command, the men who had falsely accused Daniel were brought in and they were thrown into the lion's den. Then King Darius wrote to all the nations and peoples of every language in all the earth, May you prosper greatly. I issue a decree that in every part of my kingdom, people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion will never end. He rescues and he saves. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus, the Persian. Dear truth seekers, what truth did you learn from today's story? This story reminds me of the time Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego could have pretended to bow down to the golden statue, but instead they refused to bow and they stayed standing. They would not bow to an idol. They would not disobey God. Daniel would not stop praying to Yahweh even though a law had been made that told him to stop. Daniel knew that it could mean his life, but praying to his God was more important than his life. Daniel knew the cost of following Yahweh, and he was willing to give his life. 
Did you also notice that Daniel's enemies could find nothing wrong of which to accuse him? They watched Daniel every day of his life, and every day Daniel lived a life of character and integrity. This means that Daniel followed God not just with his words, but with his actions. In everything Daniel did, he reflected Yahweh. Daniel did not cheat or steal or lie. He lived a life that honored God, and because of this, his enemies could find nothing to accuse him of. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to help us live lives of integrity and character just as Daniel did, that we might reflect Jesus to others in all that we say and do. Let us live our lives in a way that points others to Jesus. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Daniel chapter 6. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, today we choose to serve you with all of our lives, not just in word, but in action. Help us to live lives of character that reflect you. Help us to honor you through our actions that all we say and do might point others to you. We aren't perfect in ourselves, but you in us can help us to do this. Your power in us, your strength in us, your Holy Spirit in us can help us to follow you and live for you. Help us to walk by the Spirit and not our flesh. Help us to produce fruits of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That when the world looks at us, they might see something different. That they might see you. Help us to stand out and be different than those around us. Help us not to be afraid to pray to you in public like Daniel did, to worship you and tell of your goodness in public that those who don't know you might hear of you. Give us courage and bravery to stand for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we go, I have a few more reviews I'd like to read. This review comes from Camille. She says, Sherilyn, I love your podcast. I love all the stories about King Nebuchadnezzar and the writing on the wall. I like to listen when I am dusting almost every day. Yours is my favorite podcast. Thank you so much, Camille. She is from Bolivia. So thank you for listening all the way over in Bolivia. This review is from Kells and it says, my five-year-old daughter and I listened to this daily on our drive to school and I'm so glad I found it. She was ready to go beyond her children's book of Bible stories. I appreciate that she gets to hear stories from the Bible in a way she can understand. Big words and concepts are introduced like covenant and explained in a helpful way and we can talk about the stories together. Thank you so much for that. And finally, this review says, My son Isaac and I love your podcast so much. We listen to it every day during lunchtime. It has been such a blessing to us. Thank you so much for those reviews. Again, thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. You can go over to my Patreon account, patreon.com forward slash Sherilyn R. Grant. There you can find some extra resources to help with each of the episodes. I do a Bible quiz um, question sheet with some word searches and puzzles and some truths we have learned and discussion questions all there to give you extra support and resources for each episode if you're interested in that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to our time together next week.